Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. My name is Casey. And my name is Matt. I just had a realization right after we hit record. This is the first time we are at the same table that we recorded our first episode at. And that's how I was going to start the podcast. Oh, okay. So well, we look, look at us. <laughs> I am live and in person with Matt at Matt's house. It was three years ago in like two weeks that yeah. I sat. I don't think it was in this chair. I think you sat in that chair. I was in that chair. I think we were actually trying to socially distance, to be honest with yeah. you. I think I was trying to say six feet before it was like craziness. That was like the day before they announced lockdowns. Yeah. But I had come over. We had dinner upstairs. Yep. Um, and then we came down and we recorded Pinocchio. Well, and actually, we recorded Get to Know Your Host. And then we recorded, we recorded yeah, three we episodes. three episodes yeah. that night. We did that one, Get to Know Your Host. Pinocchio, and then convince me the Incredibles. Incredibles. Yeah. Yep. Wow, what a ride we have yeah. been on. So, of course, for this topic, we had to be in person. But <laughs> <laughs> so, if, you, if you've seen the title of the episode, yeah, you know. <laughs> I suppose. I don't know. I just, I, Matt, you had the random day. Your, your wife and kids are out, and I was like, well, "You want to come over to my place?" Because you've been over to my place once. We did the villainous episode. Yeah. Um, and then we did the. The only other time we've been in person, I think, was the Disney store on the spot. Yeah. We were masked at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, now, some of that is just like, let's be real. It's not that we hate each other. It's convenience. Yeah, we're, we're like we're thirty miles away. We're, from each other, we're, so. we're you know we. we got to drive and so it's just it, it, even if we were five minutes apart there's convenience and just like oh okay we just each yes. go to our own home although and, given what's going on with our podcast platform yeah. i don't know i think i've located <laughs> another one so yeah, i think so, we're okay so for those of you uh last week you, you didn't catch this because i did a really good job editing it out but <laughs> right in the middle of uh, right obviously right in the middle about 10 minutes in a message pops up saying you have five minutes left to record on this podcast platform zencaster that we've been using for three years well they've recently changed their terms of service and um, now if you're on the free platform, you only get two hours. I don't know if that's two hours a week or two hours a month or just two hours. Just, I don't know. I have no idea. See, if it was two hours a week, it could work. Because yeah. Because you could just create a separate login for this uh, discontinued Exactly, display. yeah. But if it's two hours a month, nah, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, we're not that fast <laughs> no. at talking. But to, to back to what we were saying, it is more convenient to do it online. And for the most part, you guys have probably never been able to tell that we weren't necessarily in the same room. Maybe those early days before you had that big behemoth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I I think this is fine. I like oh, being yeah. in person. I get to see Matt. It's <laughs> we used to see each other like every day when we worked at the Disney store. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I distinctly remember checking the schedules and being like, "All right, yeah, me and Casey are closing." And anytime I it, any it was, it was not a coincidence. So I know I know why. Anytime that we closed, we always like met our goals. Oh, we killed we, goals. We we just we were killing it. The cast was killing it. Yes. Like we always And the energy was fun. Remember that one time you and I were behind register on that random Saturday during Halloween yep. or whatever it was or holidays. And it was like three or four hours, it was just you and I back yep. there. It was so much fun. Yeah, it was like out of necessity. We're like we had we had not done well the whole week and so we were starting to cut people. Mm-hmm. And it got to a point, I think it was Chris that was like, all right, Matt and Casey, you're, you're, you're on down the fort. <laughs> you're on. And the nice thing about it was I take very much pride in this is that we really didn't need help. No. Like, we just took care of everything. Now, some of that was like, um, you know, we anything that needed a manager override. We were right there. We were right there. Yes. Like, there was, there was no, like, we didn't have to wait for someone to Come become available and, yeah. and everything like that. But a lot of it was, you know, I think we had a pre-sale going on at we that did. time. Pre-sale, Disney Visa, mm-hmm. we were trying to get rid of. We had the, 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 the boat or the buy, you know, buy yeah, the, the thing for $16, special gift with purchase or whatever they called those. Yeah, it was and, the Halloween plush, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. And we just, it was so much fun. That was, that. Yeah. those were the days, man. Yeah. Oh, we did a, we did a call campaign 
campaign at, at work, uh, at, at the bank I work at, uh, much less exciting to sell banking products um, than yeah, it is to think? sell, <laughs> you know. You I, I will say, though, it is much easier to sell people on things that they don't actually have to buy. That's uh, fair. <laughs> like, That's fair. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm not trying to sell anybody of, like, you have to pay for this. I'm just telling you, here's how your money can make more money. But anyway, I digress. Um and I'm like, oh, man, if Casey was in the cubicle next to me, we'd be like, phones ringing <laughs> off the hook. Hello, how's it going? You know, we'd be making calls. And I I'm like, okay. It. Not that I hate the person that's sitting next to me. She's a wonderful person. Um, but, you know, it's just not – It's she's not you. I love it. Hey, I got to ask you a question. So us sitting here bantering back and forth. Did you see the text I sent you from my old um, high school English teacher? Or high yes. School yearbook? Yeah. So, so my old high school um, – uh, yearbook slash mythology. She also teaches English. Heather Cook. I've known her literally since I was in high school. I think 10th grade was when I took mythology and then I had her for yearbook. So she sends me this message um, a, a couple weeks ago. Her students are learning how to podcast, which is awesome, right? Yeah. It's a new media. And she's like, and it's got to be a two-person podcast where you carry on a conversation. And uh, we, th- she played one of the episodes i don't know which one it was. i want to know which one it was yeah i want to find out which one it was um but she played one of our episodes as a great example of a podcast with two hosts who go back and forth and make conversations yeah i i think i just love that i think that people think that having a conversation is easy Mm-mm. and in some cases it is like um especially when it's something that we like to talk about like True. if we were to have a podcast about um let's see uh, uh, banking. <laughs> or I was going to say paint drying. I mean, we could do that too. You know, if, if we were to start a Casey and Matt talk about banking, um, <laughs> that probably would not be as exciting no, of a podcast um, because it just, okay, well, okay, we're going to talk about this now, I guess. But I mean, so some of it helps that, you know, it's something we enjoy, but some of it is like well, it the. It also uh, helps that we like one another. Too. Yes. That we're, like, that we're good friends. Like, yes. And we've known each other. It's hard to believe, but we've no, go, known each other going on six years. That's, and, and that's, you know, oh you're. Gosh, where's time? Go. I'm know, old, right? Tell me about. It. I'm turning 40 this year, buddy. <laughs> Oy. But no, but I think that helps too. But I just it was really cool to see yeah. that, that other people were getting exposed to it, and we've got a great listener base. We love you guys out there. Our podcast is influencing the young minds of America. I don't even think we can call them Gen Z anymore. I think it's the next generation. I, now. Yeah, I don't know. I've lost track. I have. Too. Um, I have you too. know. I, I, but anyway, to anyone listening to this uh, podcast who is in Wayne Memorial High School in Wayne, Michigan. Thank you for letting yeah. us uh, influence you. We, we truly appreciate that. So um, so real quick, before we jump into this topic. This is my favorite thing from this week. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to talk about this. So if you've been following Disney news, uh, you know that Disney and, and the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, have been in a little bit of a spat. Yes. That's the best way to put They've it. They've had a little disagreement. And I know there are probably people of different political persuasion who listen to podcasts, so I'm not going to necessarily make this political. But I am going to say I've got to <laughs> hand it to Disney. They um, th- they kind of pulled a little bit of a like – Upper uppercut or uh, uh, oh, uh, it wasn't an uppercut. It was okay. I had a, I had was a, it a knockout. No, I had a theology professor okay. that that talked about this. That because he was t- he would talk about like debating theology. Yeah, and how you know when you're debating religion, you can't just like beat someone over the head. True, because they're gonna not respond to that. Yeah. So he said, what you have to do is you have to give them a pillow, and then you have a knife behind the pillow. Like, <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's quite the analogy, Matt's religious professor. Okay, so Ron DeSantis um, in the Republican legislature did not like that 
Disney last year came out against Florida's um, what is basically deemed the don't say gay bill. It, it prevented um, uh, public school teachers in grades third and less from talking about um, sexual orientation, things like that. It's now actually going up to the high school level, but we'll, we'll avoid and that. And there was also like funding thing that got oh, yeah. pulled. So, yeah. A whole, whole, bunch, but, of, whole but Disney, bunch of drama. Disney spoke out and said, this isn't right. You know, at first they didn't speak out and then they did. This isn't right. We're going to fight it. Blah, blah, blah. DeSantis didn't like that. Now, now here's the thing. Disney is the number one employer in the state of Florida. They're the number one on-site employer, I think, in the United States, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, like the, so they're huge, yeah, right? Yeah. And they are the number one revenue generator for the state of Florida as well. Without Disney, Florida would be in a world of hurt. Yes. So they're a major player, you know, whatever. DeSantis said, well, you know what? As basically was, was perceived as a form of political retribution, um, DeSantis said, well, we're going to come in and – revoke your special taxing privileges, your special little uh, council that you have to be able to, um, to, 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 to run your organization. What, what, what we all know as Disney fans is the Reedy Creek Improvement yeah. District. And we talked about how, like, you know, this was, this is a big deal for Disney, but also, like, Disney was going to be able to figure it out. Honestly, I went on, on record saying I thought this was a little bit of posturing, so I'm actually surprised that this didn't get dropped. Well, so 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 it kind of did a little bit. So what got lost between when we had this conversation last year and then when it went into effect at the beginning of March was that kind of in the background, Disney went in and negotiated with some more moderate Republicans and several Democrats, and, and because they realized this initial plan was going to, in fact – take the taxes that Disney was paying and transfer them to Orange County and Osceola County and all that. So they kind of revised what this looked like. And so what ended up happening was instead of that happening, it became a DeSantis was going to then remove the five board of governors and replace them with five of his own chosen people. Yes. And that's what ended up happening. Except Disney (laughs) in their brilliant, like just – amazing forethought some lawyers had some fun with oh this my one. god the day before this got done if you will the day before that the, these these five new people got appointed they held a public meeting it was all on the up and up i want to be very clear here then oh yeah secret it was on the up and up it was on the public schedule they had a public forum which allowed people to speak all that stuff but basically they voted and I, you have to tell me if I get this wrong, but basically they voted to say, well, you can't do all this stuff that you're planning on doing. We're going to transfer all of these rights and authorities that we've had for all these years over to Walt Disney, the organization, and they will remain with Walt Disney, the Walt Disney company um, for 21 years plus or uh, 21 years above and beyond the last the, uh, the, the last, last des- descendant of of King Charles the Third. Yes. So basically, <laughs> what, what a clause. Basically, a little Beth, little Beth, little little Beth. Is that everything? Little little Beth, little bit, whatever. Whatever. Um, the, the grandchild, twenty one years after she has passed away, that is when this would transfer back to what is not the Reedy Creek Improvement <laughs> District, but whatever they're calling themselves now. Yeah. Whatever. So basically, they only have the ability now. To basically maintain the roads. Yes. Everything else, <laughs> everything else. Everything else is in Disney's uh, 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 
their purview. It, at first, when I read this about the King Charles III thing, I'm like, this has got to be a joke. But no, I no. saw the document. Did you see the document? It's it actually like, again, some lawyer had a lot of fun. <laughs> this is one of those times. I just love it. <laughs> it's one of those times where I go, okay, you, if, if I am trying to go against Disney, if Disney agrees to something, I'm automatically suspicious. <laughs> I, like, I have to be like, wait a minute. Why, why are you agreeing to this? Oh, my God. Because this very much, like, like this, this is one of those things where it, when Disney negotiated this and went, well, I guess this is what it is, it, it, I think there was this feeling like, oh, oh we won. We did it. And, but to me, th- that's the opposite. Again, if I was in that position, I'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. What, whoa, am, whoa. I what am I missing What here? am I missing here? What am I missing? And what they missed was that there was a public forum saying these are the new things that the Reedy Creek is, is, yep. is going to do. No yeah, one paid attention. What's crazier is that it happened and it remained unnoticed for like the past three and a half weeks yeah. since it happened. And then now it's just coming out. And everybody, everybody that I know is laughing at Ron DeSantis right now because no one saw this coming. Disney, Disney did. Now, granted, they're going to challenge this stuff in court. All that stuff's coming. I mean, that's going to happen. But at the moment, the power has been stripped by the Central Florida Tourism Board or whatever they're calling themselves now, other than road maintenance, which, of course, we all know is the most magical thing. Oh, yes. Yes, of course. (laughs) um, So anyway, I had to share that before we got started. And of course, there's one more thing that has happened as of today, April 1st. Yes. uh, With the the 50th anniversary, the 18 month celebration, you, Casey, are no longer the magic. Yes. Um, Enchantment's gone. Enchantment's Enchantment's gone. gone. Uh, And, And enchantment is gone. Yeah, so yeah. it will be gone as of tomorrow. And, you know, it seems like um, outside of it seems like the 50th statues are staying, which I think is a good yeah. – like, I, I, I honestly wouldn't care if those just – I think those were installed to be permanent. I, I, ho- I have heard that the 5-0 is going to be coming down. Yeah, so makes sense. the decorations, although they are keeping the, the castle painted the pinkish salmon color. Yeah, for a while now. Um, yeah, and then um, – I don't know if you saw, but 50th anniversary, Mickey and Minnie are gone. Magician Mickey is back yep. as of today. Absolutely. Which is really cool. I, I I do think, though, I'm happy that this celebration's done. Like, happy happy that it was what it was. Um, happy we got to celebrate it. But 18 months is a long time. That's par for the course with Disney, though. They do I know. That typically. The 100th, Disney 100 is going to be 18 months, too. I know. It's just, what I don't I know. What I will say, though, is... The world was a very different place 18 months ago yeah. when this thing started in, in, in 2021. I had the, the honor of being able to go in November 2021, so not too much long after this initially kicked off. Um, I think I think part of this is they weren't necessarily sure how they were going to make this happen. I mean, think about the planning for this probably was a couple years in the making, but oh, a yeah. good chunk of that was happening during COVID. And I... I you know, there was a lot of flack, a lot of criticism given to Disney about they could have made it bigger. But remember, when this thing started, they were still under social distancing guidelines. Masks yeah. were still required. COVID, you know, vaccinations were still below, you know, 30% in the country. You know, we've come a very long, I mean, 18 months seems like a long time. But in the same regard, it was just yesterday. Yeah. You know? I think I'm just ready for I think part of it is this Disney 100 celebration has been so exciting. Yeah. I that Do we know if any of that's coming to Florida? I have no idea. I mean, I haven't heard any announcements that it's coming to Florida. It's it's weird how, you know, I, I've never been a person. I, per, first of all, I've never been a person that wants to engage in the debate of is Disneyland or Disney World better? Mm-hmm. Both of them are awesome mm-hmm. and have different strengths and weaknesses about them that, that make them unique parks. But 
I do think that there's sometimes where they do stuff in California, and I go, why, what, what, why, why was that not done here? <laughs> well, I think at least in this case, the reason why they did it in California is because they were wrapping up the, the Disney 50th. Yeah. I don't think anyone would have penalized them, though, if they wrapped up the 50th on December 31st and started the 100th on January 1st. Exactly. I, mean, I really don't think so. I mean, it was cool. The finale product was really neat. I got the finale, Mickey. Yeah. It was cool for those people who got to experience the last three months of this. You know, you know maybe people weren't able to make it out. I do hope that they bring some of the 100 stuff over. I'm hoping when I go down on May 3rd that I'll get to see some of that stuff. Yeah. If not, I'll be in California in October. And exactly. I'll get to see it yep. then. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> and and we were just talking beforehand, the stuff on Shop Disney. I mean, if you guys haven't been to Shop Disney lately, they've got some really cool stuff, like the Disney 100 through the decade stuff. Yeah. The Oswald stuff. You well, know. and even just like I was looking at, um, they have a bunch of Wally and Eva gardening stuff mm-hmm. that like little herb planters and yep. gardening tools. I'm like, oh my gosh, this stuff's adorable. And the Orange Bird stuff for Epcot is just absolutely adorable. I got the shirt. I got the Oswald button down shirt. Yeah. I'm going to wear when I go down. I so. love that they are starting to lean into these characters yeah. more. These yeah. characters that just, you know, were there but didn't really do a whole lot. Yeah. That they're finally like, oh, we should do an Oswald collection. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Yes. There's there's a whole bunch of us who, you know. you know, And, again, it may be a niche. And, and this maybe is, as much as I hate to see the Disney stores gone, this also is an opportunity for them to, you know, one of the biggest mistakes they would make at the Disney stores often was they would just overbuy some of this stuff. Yeah. Like overbuy it. And they used to wind up with what we call the glut, a glut of product, right? What is the glut? What's sitting around in your store? Remember the one time, remember the, this was a couple of years ago. Do you remember the one time it was, was when Han Solo came out and Ugh. I want to say Rogue One. We had all of those. The die cast. Um, the die cast figures, the Star Wars and the dwarves. They were the dwarves. Uh, both and they were for solo and we had thousands of them they ended up giving us permission to mark them down to whatever we thought would make the most sense so for for rogue one i was still at the i were you still at the you were still still at the outlet outlet. yeah so that was the outlets especially we were getting shipped all of these and it it wasn't like the the, because like characters like k2so and like the more popular characters it was like it was Jin Erso we had yes. so well, The reason many. why I brought Rogue One into it was because the following year when Solo came out or the year after that, yeah. we still had some of the Rogue One stuff. I remember being in Woodfield, Matt. I remember Chris gave us permission to create that little – we had the clearance corner, so when you're staring at the box office to the right there. Yeah. And we had tables set up there, and, and Chris said – Price these things. I think we priced these diecasts, which normally sell for twenty nine ninety nine a piece or twenty four ninety nine a piece. Yeah, we had them priced at like two ninety nine and then one ninety nine. And at some point, I think we got them down to ninety nine cents. I mean, I'm sure that was when. But yeah, I mean, pretty much the three ninety nine. I remember that yeah. price point of like, okay, we just got to get these things yeah. out. of And here. it was an extra percentage off. Oh weekend. yeah, I think that was a Fourth of July weekend or something or a Memorial Day weekend. I mean, it was literally just get stuff out of here. And this was not the only thing that usually there was. T-shirts were you know, like the one T-shirts that were one that would go bad. Now that those were at least a little bit easier so, yeah. once they went on clearance. You had people, to keep them sized yeah. so people could find their size easily. Yeah. Uh, swimwear. Swimwear was always the, the sandals. The sandals were the. <laughs> so I, I think what gets me into why we were talking about this is that I'm hoping hoping that shop Disney has figured out a way to, you know, maintain the right amount of inventory for the product. And again, for these specialty things like Oswald, no, it's not going to be a hit with the kids, but for the adults that they know who Oswald is. And especially for the Diz fans. Yeah. Well, and, and sometimes being more niche is what you want. Yeah. That I mean, how many Mickey shirts can you actually exactly? Have? Exactly. Well, and, and even just in terms of like a business, like, so for example, one of the sports writing things that I write for, 
um, I write for a one that's, you know, just like all football teams and everything. But I have one that it's this website is Wisconsin Sports Heroics. It is Wisconsin Sports. That's it. Now, it covers everything, you know, college, pro, but it is just the state of Wisconsin. That's a pretty niche in terms of like, that's a very, very niche thing. And yet, I want to say the numbers came out, we did like in a month, uh, we did like 6.3 million views. And, And it's because we've said, listen, if you like Wisconsin sports, you want to come to this website. Yeah, and I think Shop Disney allows them to do that. Exactly. Because they don't have to carry every collection. Every. I mean, I just think about the collections they've had. If we were still around, if, if Disney Store was still around, how would this Disney 100 be displayed? How much of what product would we have? Would it just be you know a one-off shipment and that's it? And then we got to figure out what else we're going to fill it with kind of thing. Exactly. You know, I, I can get it. I mean, literally, logistically, Having a physical location is difficult it for is. a retailer. It is. Having an online shop, not so much. You have a warehouse full of this stuff and plastic bags. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, in the store, we, of course, we always had to have princess, you know, a princess section, you know, with dolls and with dresses and with outfits because that stuff sold. <laughs> like, it, let's call it what it is. Like, it, it sold. Then we had to have a Toy Story section because Toy Story was our top seller. And we had to have a section where there was figurine sets. And we had to have a section with the newest movie. Even if that movie was a flop. Did you say plush? And we had to have a sleep section. Yes. So there's got to be all these new yes. pajamas and we yes. got to have all this. And we got to have this dolls and yep. the animator dolls. Exactly. And, the, and so you start yes. getting all these things. The adult that we, tees and that the kid we, tees and yeah, swimwear. We, <laughs> we had to have these things because they were the stuff that sold yep. that it didn't allow for as much niche stuff because there just simply wasn't room. Correct. And we were a, a fairly decent sized store. We were a really decently sized yeah. store for, the, for what we had. We're yeah. as you walked into some of these stores and it was like, oh, there's there's not a lot of space here. Fox Valley. Yeah. Like there's, Fox Valley was yeah. like it was about the size of this basement. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's it's not very big. Which was fine. Like that's not that's not anything against, you know, I, there's something again, a smaller footprint can be good, but you you run out of space, and yeah. I mean, it was always. I remember people were always horrified when, like, said, "Do you have any, you know, Jungle Book things?" We'd be like, "No, sorry," and they would look at me like I had six heads. Like, what do you mean? It's what like, do you, mean? do you know how many movies Disney has made? <laughs> we can't keep them all. Correct. All right, so we're gonna take a quick break. When we get back, we are gonna jump into our topic. We are we're gonna we're gonna come back rotten to the core. Yeah, so <laughs> oh, many yeah. ways to be wicked. Baby. Oh yeah, how many puns can we fit in this episode? <laughs> It's good to be bad. (laughs) The Beers and Ears podcast is brought to you by Magical Memories by Casey, a Main Street and More travel planner. Uh, In case you are not already aware, I am a travel planner with an authorized travel agency called Main Street and More Travel. If you're looking to plan your Walt Disney World trip, your Disneyland trip, a Disney cruise, another cruise through Carnival or Royal Caribbean, maybe you want to go to Alani, a Disney resort, or perhaps Universal Studios or an all-inclusive I can help you with that. I think one of the biggest myths about travel agencies or travel planners, Matt, is that it costs you money to use them. Which I, I will say, let me let me defend people who think that it it does kind of seem weird that mm-hmm. you would go to someone for a service and not pay them anymore. Absolutely, and I will tell you, there are some travel agencies out there that do charge kind of a retainer fee. Mm-hmm. But when you're working with an authorized travel agency with planners who go through certifications like I do. The venue pays us. So yes. Disney pays me. Universal pays me. The, the venue pays me. I have booked in the last 
two weeks, I want to say five different trips for people to Walt Disney World. Wow, nice. Everything from value to deluxe, deluxe villa, and everything in between. Um, there, honestly, Matt, I know I've said this a couple times, but this summer is like one of the best times to go right now. They have got all kinds of deals going while the dining promo is ended. They've got right now up to 30% off depending on when you go this summer or with a Disney visa up to 35%. Wow. Off. Yeah. Depending on when you go. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, they've got tons of inventory um, available. I would love to look into it for you and your family. If you go to www.caseywoolley.com, that's C-A-S-E-Y-W-O-O-L-E-Y.com, my name, um, you can just kind of hover over the planning button and you can either just send me a general inquiry or you can fill out the planning blueprint for Walt Disney World, Disneyland, cruise, all-inclusive, um, really any itinerary. And then what I'll do is I'll do the research for you, present you with some options that I think would be best for the needs that you have. And then you book. It's it's real super simple. And what's nice about working with a travel agent is that we never miss a deadline. Everything's set up. Your payments, we get those out on time, your reservations. And again, going to Walt Disney World, it can be complicated if you don't have a roadmap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and that's the thing is sometimes people I find uh, are very – like it's like, oh, I just can't even think about mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, and it's like, no, just have someone else think about it. Yeah. And I think one last thing, and then we'll get started with the show – it used to be, you know, oh, you got to plan Disney six months out or you're going to miss out on stuff. That isn't so much the case anymore, actually. Um, most stuff you can start to plan about 90 days out and then at 60 days make your reservations where it used to be six months. You used oh, to yeah. have to make them at 180 days. And who's thinking of dinner at 180 days? I mean, maybe me oh, and you. But... The, the amount of times that I would I would make a dining reservation. With, I didn't have tickets. I didn't have a hotel, but I had a dining reservation. Just in case. <laughs> just in case. So anyway, go to CaseyWoolley.com. Um, Fill it out. Check it out. You can also follow me on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Magical Again, cost you nothing extra. I would love to help you. Um, you obviously are listening to this podcast, so I'm hoping you trust us. Uh, so why not trust me to help you plan your trip? So, all right. Let's get started with the show. All right. And we are back. We are talking Descendants. Um, I have to point this out because when I, I went to Wikipedia to like remind myself of the plot and everything, it said not to be confused with The Descendants, <laughs> which is very different. That is a two hundred two. That is a 2015 film about a Iranian Jewish man named Jacob who travels to Sweden to look for his son. Ironically, in 2015, which is when the first Descendants movie came out. Was that 2015? Yes, yeah, what you just said. The Descendants was 2015. No, de- the first Descendants movie came oh, out. Oh yeah, you are right. Yes, really, yes, really funny when you yeah, think so about de- that. So Descendants is what we're talking about. Yes, yes. <laughs> the Descendants is another movie. <laughs> I do have to point out a little bit of comical, like I don't say irony, but comical just comedy here that we are two grown men in our 30s and we are talking about basically what is a Disney Channel original movie. But it probably is targeted to like preteens, preteens. pre-teens. So we're not weird. We <laughs> promise. But this is one of those movies and one of those franchises that, frankly, I'm shocked that we haven't actually brought up. We've talked. We about talked about it, it here and there. But I think we brought. I think we talked about it on our guilty pleasures episode. Maybe, that, but that. Maybe. But but we're doing a deeper dive. We really are. This is one of those movies that comes along once. I don't want to say once in a generation because I don't even know if Disney Channel is really a generation year old yet. But like it comes around like once in a great while. I mean, when you think about Disney Channel original movies, 
there are a lot of them, but there are not a lot of tentpole ones. We we went through um, last week at youth group. I went through all of the sports based ones. Okay, and there were some that I was like, "What? In the what world? is this? What is this?" But like when I think of tentpole ones, like I think of like Halloween Town. Yes, that that's a tentpole one. Um, obviously, High School Musical is probably the biggest one of 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 the tent poles. I mean, because that the third one got a theatrical release. It did. <laughs> it did. Although I would argue that Descendants is at that level, and I would argue that Descendants would probably have a Descendants four at this point, had it not been for the tragic pa- passing of of um, uh, uh, Cameron Boyce. Cameron Boyce. Yeah. Um. So that said, there are very few tent pole Disney Channel original movies. One of the reasons I think, and I want to take a little bit of time to talk about the director, I think one of the reasons why Descendants did as well as it did and continued to thrive was the fact that it was directed by literally musical mastermind Kenny Ortega. Yes. Uh, We were talking before the pod. Kenny Ortega is responsible for a ton of like beloved movies. I'm assuming you got the list right there. I had the list. Why don't you read them out loud? He has directed Newsies, Hocus Pocus, the Cheetah Girls 2. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Which is <laughs> probably why it was better than the Cheetah Girls. I don't know. I've never seen the Cheetah Girls. So. Um, my wife and uh, my wife and her sister like re- like that was their that movie. Was their thing. That so was their jam. Uh, yes, okay. yes. So they can tell you all about Cheetah Girls if you ever read. High School Musical, of course. Yes. Um, Michael Jackson's This Is It. Yep. Um, Descendants. Julie and the Phantoms. But then did he do Footloose too? I thought he was Footloose. Um, he was so choreography. He did Pretty in Pink, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Dirty Dancing. Um, let me get the filmography here. So films. Maybe I was wrong on the footloose. Um, but do, 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 do. Um, maybe I'm confusing him with Kenny Xanadu. Loggins. Kenny Loggins. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe Kenny Loggins is. Okay, he was directed by Her- Herbert Ross. So maybe I was wrong there. I, 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 maybe I thought he. He cameoed in an episode of Phineas and Ferb as himself. <laughs> yep. Okay. But okay, but you think about just some of the stuff that you just named, right? Just the choreography, the directing debut. He has been in charge. I mean, Hocus Pocus alone is one of the most beloved. Which, by the way, that did not have a th- that didn't have a theatrical release, right? That was Hocus Pocus. Yeah, it? Hocus Pocus did. I thought that was. Did you see it in theaters? No, no, I didn't see it in theaters. Oh. I saw it as a home video release. I, oh. I swear that it was released direct to video. Oh, hang on. I can't remember. We just. I have a computer pulled up. No, it was released uh, in theaters. Theatrical run. Gotcha. Theatrical run. It was the new one that didn't do. Okay. And this is not like just Disney. Oh, he's the god of Disney Channel original movies. No, no. No, he he is really well respected in the industry. My point is, is he directed, um, I believe, all three of the. All three, yes. And, And I don't know about you, Matt, but in my mind, I think three was better than one. Two is kind of hanging out there. I think, and we're going to get into a little bit more about kind of the plot and stuff, Mm -hmm. but when I was reviewing, again, Wikipedia, I remember thinking how good it was that they tied back a lot of the stuff to the original with Audrey and all that stuff. And yeah. Even, even Queen Leah and, and all that stuff. Like I remember thinking how good of a, like this was a entirely great trilogy that tied a bunch of this stuff. Well, and, and let's be clear too, this from a cast standpoint yes and not just from like oh you know disney channel original stars Mm -hmm. like yes of course you've got um in dove cameron is now um hugely popular popular. um sophia carson i'm uh, is out doing things still um obviously we we referenced cameron boyce um he would have been he he would have gone on to do amazing because he was already doing i mean he was in a lot of those like um 
uh, there's a Dennis Quaid version of Cheaper by the Dozen that's not Cheaper by the Dozen. Oh, it's but, um, uh, but uh, something Daddy. So, a big uh, no, uh, not Big Daddy. Um, <laughs> that's, that's a very different movie. That's a very different movie. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy it's, with, with it's, Adam it's, Sandler. It's, um, uh, no, it's 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 Dennis Quaid is the ship captain and his oh, wife is the is the. It, I don't know. It, it's 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 the classic like Dennis' wife is the ship captain keeps his household nice and buttoned up and the mother is like woo. Miss Free Spirit and our kids do whatever, oh, and I then they I get married. Right and, oh, okay, God. hang on, hang on, hang on, <laughs> hang on. I'm looking this up. You talk. I'm uh, looking this up. Looking this up. I, the point we're trying to make here is is that this has gone on to make stars of several of the Disney Channel actors from this. Um, I don't know what Boo Boo Stewart's doing nowadays, but I'll look it up. Okay, <laughs> we'll just keep Matt on research, and I'll just keep. Casey's just gonna rant. I'm just gonna look stuff up for the rest of the episode. But, but yeah, what we were trying to say is, is the the actors who were, you know, Kristen Chenoweth was in this, and Kristen Chenoweth, she's like a hugely famous star from she, Wicked. She gets a song in this as Maleficent, yes. and it is great. Yes, and you know, I think a lot of people were comparing the way that she portrayed Maleficent to Angelina Jolie, the way that she portrayed her, and she was more along the cartoon version of Maleficent. But I think, Matt, as we kind of think through kind of what this kind of movie um, did, uh, uh, you know, for the Disney fan, when we've talked on this podcast, how Disney has leaned into this multiverse idea yes. of, of, of bringing multiple characters in together. Because it wasn't that long ago that the only place you could really see characters like kind of together was in the parks like that was kind of like they were in parades and stuff even when we, we talked about this before when the disney official disney princess line debuted one of the original concepts was they weren't allowed to look at each other can't they look existed at each other in different universes right? um house of mouse was probably the like only the one. only yes. time which okay how is that not no how's that not on disney plus but also how is that not a restaurant at a disney park good call you eat at the house of mouse then just yeah. characters are there. You can you can rotate any any in, character. Put it in Disney Springs. Any character could be put there. Put it in Disney Springs, a nightclub. The yeah. House of Mouse nightclub. Yeah. Disney, if you're listening, that we are the Beers and Ears podcast located in <laughs> Illinois. Uh, Casey Woolley, Matthew Brown. Just hire us. <laughs> hire us honestly, for all your ideas. Honestly, here's the thing. You don't even have – just give us – Lifetime passes to Disney World and Disneyland, and you don't have to pay us for any of these ideas. Nope, nothing you, at all. We'll, yep. we'll just pitch them. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming you found the name of the yes, city. Yes, uh, yours, mine, and ours. Ah, I've never heard of it, but so, okay. Yours, yeah, mine, ours. Okay, and now we've got Boo Boo Street. <laughs> Boo Boo Stewart. Uh, sorry, Boo Boo Stewart. Stewart. Uh, uh, let's see. What does he do? Oh, he's in Julie and the Phantoms. Is is Boo Boo his real name? No, 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 no. Okay, uh, here's why I asked that question. <laughs> my brother is gonna kill me for this. Like, I got to <laughs> tell a fun story for just a second. Sorry, Rye. Um, so when we were younger, we had nicknames. We had we had nicknames from our mom, and um, I'll, I'll tell mine. I'll embarrass mine as well. But I was my mom's pumpkin face, so that was my nickname <laughs> was Pumpkin Face. Okay. But Ryan was Boo Boo Bear. <laughs> that was his nickname was Boo Boo Bear. And for a while there, he only wanted to be called Boo Boo Bear. It was Boo Boo. We still call him Boo from time to time. Okay. That is still his nickname, Boo. Um, uh, mine later evolved into Casers, which which is fine. Um, but yeah, Boo Boo. I was just wondering if Boo Boo was his real name or something. No, his real name is, I'm sorry, I'm looking at his filmography, uh, Niles Allen. Ah, but he prefers Boo Boo He stores. goes by Boo Boo. Let me see if I can figure out why. Uh, uh, That's okay. Whatever. That's okay. So um, let's see. He um, 
he he does a lot a lot of um like smaller things so like he was he was in um i guess the most notable things he was in x-men days of futures past as warpath mm. um he was in um something called we are boats uh I were, just, they, were they boat? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Let's see. What a, is that a Disney channel? No, is that's that like a Disney movie. <laughs> they had cars. They had planes. <laughs> now they have We Are Boats. I mean, it could have been. <laughs> Sorry, there's one. <laughs> oh, boy. Matt, Matt's I got the giggles. It, it, I can't say it on the pod because it's too inappropriate. Oh, goodness. Um, I'll tell you later. Oh, get the text uh, to me. <laughs> The Beep Clowns Constipated. Yes, that, that's he was the he... celebrity ring announcer. Um, <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> I think I got to pay Michael Buffer for that. Oh, so, goodness. Uh, there it is. So okay. um, uh, he also was in some music video things. <laughs> but yeah, he's done a lot. But he also does some philanthropy. Philanthro- that, that, that word. That word. Um, so he does some of that, too. So that's what Booba okay. Street's up to. All right. Booba Stewart. Boo Boo Stewart. Sorry, not Boo Boo Street. Boo Boo Street. Peekaboo Street. That's what I. I'm getting her. I'm getting Boo Boo. What is the heck is Peekaboo Street? You don't know who Peekaboo Street is? No. She's a skier. Is this like a. Yeah. Okay, I don't even want to. Okay. Peekaboo. Oh, boy. Okay. We're going to leave him at that. Let's continue on our conversation. She was an Olympian. So, okay, Descendants 1 is oh, – so the, the premise is this. Um, Belle and Beast have married. Yes. And um, they have a son named Ben. Mm-hmm. And Ben is going out with Audrey, who who is the um, the, the child of uh, Sleeping Beauty. And let's be clear. This is uh, in the kingdom of Oradon. Oradon, which is basically – it's the United States of Oradon. Yes. And they, they basically have brought all these magical kingdoms together, and they have banished the villains to the Isle of the Lost, and, they, and they're basically contained there – with um, a barrier and yes. the villains themselves have children as well and the four main protagonists or antagonists i don't even know what you would call them uh, protagonists. i guess protagonists, protagonists. that's what you're following them as you've got mal who's the descendant of um maleficent you've got evie who's the descendant of um the evil queen which by the way is played by kathleen and jimmy yeah, I absolutely. don't know if she's in the first one or not, but she later shows up later. Maybe she does. Oh, she's in the first yeah, one. Yeah, but that's Kathleen and Jimmy. Go she's, figure. She's just in so much. Like, yeah, like, I don't know how I didn't realize yeah. that. Um, then you've got Carlos, who is the descendant of Cruella Deville, and um, you've got. Um, the core, 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 I gotta say, whenever they break Cruella, for some reason. Cruella really gets... Uh, I don't get that. I don't understand why I, she's one of the core villains. There's so many other possibilities out there. I think one of the advantages that she has is she's human. True. Because, like, Ursula would be really hard to have in this situation I because... I Ursula does, though... Scar is yeah. the same Scar, way. You're right. Like, Scar, they're just fair. hanging out with a lion. Yeah, um, that's fair. I think her, that... Her, Hercule, or Hades, I mean, I yeah. guess, theoretically... Anyway, but hey, you know, so yeah. those are the four protagonists, and then you've also got Jane, who's the daughter of the fairy godmother. Yes, you've got Chad, who's the son of Cinderella. Yes, um, and Prince Charming. Yes, and Prince yes. Charming, and then um, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, there might be a couple of other characters. Doug, at least. he's Doug, the son of Dopey. The son of Dopey, which yes. I thought was an interesting choice. But anyway, so and there's um, some other ones that like so like um uh, uh Shang and Mulan's daughter make an appearance. Like yeah, she. Plays more in the sequels. In the, in the sequels. Um, but these are the main... The main ones for the first one, yes. which I think is good. I think they start off really strong. 
Um, ben has this idea. Okay, let's bring that. Let's bring four kids over from the Isle of the Lost. Let's enroll them in Ordon Prep. And that's when the four of them come over and they're basically given instructions from their evil parents, steal the magic wand, steal the fairy yes. godmother's wand. And Ben's whole idea is they shouldn't be Pay punished. For the son, send yeah. to their parents. Send to their parents. Which yes. nice this is a great message. Yeah, I completely yeah. agree. I mean I think it's it, again we get it. The movie itself is relatively corny. It really is. Oh, it's, but it's not any corner than any cornier than any other Disney Channel original movies that we we all watched. If you're a millennial, well, let's be and honest. and let's be real. Similar to High School Musical, this has plenty of songs in it. Well, plenty of auto tune songs in it. The, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> like you know, we all can't be good at everything. Um, and they're awesome. They really are. The music of all three films. Yeah, and we're gonna. I think I want to talk more about that part yeah. of it after we get through the the the. the yeah, the we're gonna plots. give a yeah. We'll give the plots here. So yeah. So they. So anyway, they come, stealing wands. They want to steal the wand. Um, it doesn't work out. They're gonna use it at the coronation. And but basically, all during this time, things start to happen. Mal starts to fall in love with Ben. Ben starts to fall in love with Mal. There's a love spell in there. Audrey kind of gets out of the picture. Queen Leah rants and raves against Mal. But basically, more or less, what happens by the end of the movie is that um, the kids like it there, and they become good. The only one that... Because, um, like, Mal has a great arc. Evie has a really nice arc where she she teaches them how to be beautiful. And, and with Doug, Dopey Son, yes. he's not your stereotypical good-looking person. Yep. And, and she's... And Carlos has a dog. Yeah. Which I love, that, dude. No, that's the worst. Like, that's the I worst that one. one. No, he no. overcomes his fear of dogs. That's it. Like, that's all these it. other people but have. dude is amazing. I, 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 I'm not saying that the actor is bad. Dude, dude come yes, on, dude. I understand his, his like, the, the dog's name is Dude. His character development is that he gets over his fear of dogs. Yeah, Everyone they, else, they use know. him later, though. Yeah, they and, do. And, I and, know. But I don't think Jay has that. Yeah, he kind of finds I mean, like the the team sports thing. Yeah, like he's always been like I'm on my but own. But I think what this the first one does is it does kind of, you know, it, it it does teach you that your parents don't define you. Yes, and that that you know you have to go out there and, and do your own thing, right? Yes. So that's kind of how the first one ends. Yeah, there's a nice little sort of end. Yeah, there's a you know nice climactic like Mal stands up to Maleficent, yep. and then so now they all stay. It and- had so when this debuted, I, I know you've probably got the stats in front of you. I saw them earlier, but when this debuted, it was the number one Disney Channel movie ever on Disney Channel. I mean, it had a market share of like I don't know if this was the first one or the second one, but like literally a huge market share on like ABC even. Like, oh, yeah, that was the second one. But this had such a following. And again, 2015. So we're talking we are eight years removed from when this came out. The target demographic of the, this particular uh, movie would have been the preteens, the 10, 11, 12 year olds who are now entering. They're, they're the Gen Z. This was the Gen Z Disney Channel type. Movies, yeah. Right. To what High School Musical is to like us or or I would say what Xenon Girl, the 24. 20- First century is yes. in some cases too. Zoom, yeah. zoom, zoom. <laughs> <laughs> but I think what made this one even more popular is what Disney does, wh- where Disney finds its sweet spot, especially with quote unquote kids things or preteen things or things that are meant for a specific age, is when they m- infuse things that the adults will also like. Agreed. So the cool thing about this is. These are the characters that I, as an adult, grew up on, and you're putting them into a different story. And so as an adult, I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, yeah, there's corny things going on. I get it. But there's some, like, cool, like, oh, that's interesting. 
Like th- that's interesting of how they would do that. And I mean, even again, someone like Kristen Chenoweth, you get to pl- get to play Maleficent and give her a solo song. Correct. That that brings in a huge cross section of oh hey okay maybe I'm not really into this movie but I'll watch Kristen Chenoweth do her thing. <laughs> Disney leaned into this too with marketing and merchandising and stuff. Uh, 2015, I remember Halloween 2015. At that point, I was at the outlet. I don't think you were at the Disney store. No, I was not at the Disney store yet. So I remember... I I came in with two. Yeah, so I remember I was at the outlet. We had a limited supply of costumes, and Mal was the first one to sell. Yep. Evie hung around, but enough people did get Evie. We never got Carlos, though. We never got got Carlos. We never got Jay. It It was Evie and Mal. I think this was definitely seen more from a gender perspective as a girl movie than a guy movie but they leaned into it right so that 2015 the problem was they didn't lean into it enough you know we were just talking about how disney overbuys on a lot of things they i don't know if they didn't have faith in this or whatever or they just treated it like a traditional disney channel original movie but the reality is it blew up yeah right? yeah so anyway um 2016 comes along and they do have enough costumes and i remember the craziness of the costumes that year um, and that, again, it was the number one between frozen dresses and Mal costumes. Those were the two most popular at the outlet. So then we come around to summer 2017 where Descendants 2 comes yes. out. They introduce a whole host of new characters in this movie. Oh, yeah. You want to run so through those So we got all the people are, are back from the first one. Yeah. And Except for Audrey. Yes. Audrey does not come yeah, back Audrey in does the not second one. In the second one. Yes, no. Which um, is important because I think... I think they may have wanted her, but they did a really good job when it came to three about oh, reincorporating tying her. Tying so that we'll, back in, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you have, you of course have Bobby Moynihan as the voice of Doom. Yes! Um, yes. <laughs> He's from Saturday Night Live. Fame. Yeah, oh yes. And he uh, did, um, oh, it was Louie in The Duck oh, Did he? Yes. I didn't know that. Okay. Yes. Um, the, I, the shirt I'm, that you're wearing right yes, now. Yes, the shirt that I'm wearing. My the, duck the McDuck, shirt. Uh, McDuck, um, uh, you have um, uh, Harry Hook, son of Captain Hook. You have. Um, By the way, he plays that part. Perfectly. He does very, very well. That's uh, you know the, the 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 let's get into the get get it on. What's it called? Uh, <laughs> I hope it's not. No, let's get it on. It's not, let's get it on. It's, uh, <laughs> oh my goodness! What's the name of that? What's the name of that song? Hold on. Um, hold on. Okay. It's the it's 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 my favorite type of song in G-rated movies. Um, while he's looking that up, I will listen. So this is like they're doing like a uh it's a song that they're doing like a rap battle type thing. And my favorite thing when it's like it's a... It's going down. It's going down. It's going yes. down. Okay. Not let's get it out. It's going down. <laughs> yes. Different movie. Different movie. Um, so what I love about anytime there's a G-rated movie and they have to insult each other, but they have to insult each other in G-rated ways. And, <laughs> and because it's a song, they've got to do it in song formation yes, too. Yes, yes. It's actually a really fun that, song. Oh, it's a fun song. I didn't song. like it at first, but it grew on me, well, and it became <laughs> a, it became an annual times. an annual Halloween at the Disney Store song. Oh yeah. Um, Dizzy Tremaine, daughter of Drizella. Which I thought was an interesting... Um, you know what I liked about Descendants 2 was that they brought it back to the Isle of the Lost. So you got to see a lot more of the original living conditions. Exactly, exactly. Um, and Gil, son of Gaston. Wasn't there is, a Dr. Facilier's daughter in this, or is that the next one? I believe that is the next okay. one, because I'm not seeing it. So and then, of Gil, course, yeah, okay. the big one is China McLean, who, another big Disney Channel star, she plays Uma, who is the daughter of Ursula. Yes. And she is now the main antagonist in yeah, this Yeah, so one. basically, 
at this point, the, the, the VKs, the villain kids, have been living in Oradon. Yes. Um, but they're kind of feeling... Mal especially is uh, yeah, feeling... Yeah, like she's having a hard time recognizing or, or reconciling her bad side and her good side. And so she sneaks back into... Um, Isle of the Lost and finds out that Uma has basically taken over as leader of the VKs over there. Harry and, and Gil are kind of following her. Um, ben and the other VKs kind of go to get her and then he gets captured, basically. Yeah. And they hold Let's him. Let's go bring it on. Better give us they what we want. It's the one for the yes. crown. If you don't, it's going down. <laughs> we want the line. Russell Kingdom's gone. It's yeah. yeah. going down. And it ends up back in Oradon where where or, uh, I think Uma has put like a love spell on Ben. Yes. So and, that he's going to marry her. Yeah. Which gets her over. And then that shakes because I think she, he gets presented with like a, a picture of Mal or something. Yes. Yeah. So he, she unveils a stained glass display. Ben commissioned to show his affection for Mal. Yes. Who realizes he loved her for who she was all along. Yes. And so, you know, they kind of make up and everything seems okay. And, and they realize that, you know what, it's not fair for just these four to have come over. So they're going to open up Ordon Prep to other VKs. Again, this idea of you're not defined by the sins of your parents. So interesting fact. So that movie ends and there's a teaser at the end that says, you don't really think that this was the end, do you? And it's Ursula. You know who it's- plays Ursula? Oh, it's Uma. She does. No, it's not. It's uh, it says it's it's not Uma who does it. It's, oh. it's a blackout scene. It's Ursula who steps in. Oh, you know who voices Ursula? No, Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. And it wasn't in the original script for that to happen, but they wanted to tease it again, like they did the first one. I do believe number two was the one that they debuted, kind of across multiple Disney yeah. channels. Like right? so like Disney Channel, Disney XD, Freeform, ABC, Lifetime, and Lifetime movies. Like what's the ratings it says on ABC? If you scroll down to ratings, I yes. wanna say there it, it like held a decent amount like, of market you're, share. You're talking the film was viewed by eight point nine two million viewers across six networks on the night of its premiere. Um, at least 13 million people watched a minute of this film. That's insane. ABC broadcasts receive a 0.6 out of 3 rating share. That is insane. Like, so that that is network TV yes. on a Disney Channel original movie. But but that speaks to this is how big this was. It was this was huge. And and because it 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 it, it was the catchy music and so it was what are Disney's most successful things? It's when you can play the soundtrack over and over Correct. again after you've watched the movie. And they, I, I do believe they made some, some, um, they had some visits to the parks at that point. I do. Yeah. I don't think they ever did meet and greets, but there were definitely visits in the parks. I would say definitely more California than yeah. than World. Um, they actually commissioned a, a holiday um, version of Rotten to the Core yes. called jolly to the core yes. i'm hoping you're going to insert that oh yes right here. Oh, you bet i'm inserting jolly to, <laughs> jolly the, core to the core here which was one of our absolute favorites oh my gosh in the store jolly to the core you know whatever it is <laughs> and then, but it was know. a version of rotten to the core and they were on both main streets yeah uh, walt disney world and disneyland which was a lot of fun mm-hmm. Yeah, so like this is this is huge, and you know of course after two happens, 
anytime you do a second one, especially something like this, it's like, okay, this is going to be a well, trilogy. While two, from a ratings perspective, was less than one, it still was the largest ratings getter on Disney Channel, except for one. Like, that was the other one. Um, and, of course, that was when you and I both started with um, – we went to Woodfield that, that yeah. November. But that October was the, the year that – they, they went hog wild with the costumes. I remember the costumes started to come in in August. I was still in Aurora. You were still in Rosemont. We both got transferred to Woodfield. Yeah. And we, I mean, folks, the way we ran our costumes, I cannot tell you how, I mean, we, we had this one closet in Woodfield up front, <laughs> the princess closet. Ugh. That one closet just housed nothing but the princess gowns. But we called it, the, I called it the glitter closet because it, yes. you would get covered in glitter. You, you would, we housed yeah. the male costumes up there. And yeah. we literally had... I don't know, a 10 or 12 foot pole. And, and we sold them all. The wigs were the thing that they could not keep in stock. Yes. Yep. Remember the Uma costume? Yeah, the Uma costume. Everyone came in wanting Uma, and when Uma sold out, they went to Mal. Yes. And there was the, the heart or the, the seashell, the seashell necklace, necklace, yeah, which was just as popular as well. I mean, literally every little girl that 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 Halloween had to have been Uma or Mal, and then as a backup, Evie, I suppose. Yeah. Or, yeah. or Elsa. <laughs> or Elsa. Yes. Or Elsa took a break that summer, but um. So yeah. So that was Descendants too. It was we were, it was we were riding high. It was huge. And then there's a teaser. In February of 2018 for Descendants 3. Well, and let's be also clear, with all of this, they have animated shorts that yes. are premiering on Disney Channel. Like, I want to are... say there was an animated short that w- went between one and two. I think so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's, you know, Disney Channel does not have commercials. No. Because it's a, they do, it's just for other or Disney, Disney properties. Yeah. yeah. Um, and a lot of times what they'll do is these like three minute, like t- shows essentially. Yeah. Um, and descendants became a part of that. So ca- cast yeah. all voiced everybody and all that jazz. So, so we get to February, 2018 and they release a teaser trailer. I don't even think they filmed the whole movie yet, but they released the fact that Hades is going to be in this. Yes. I remember that trailer because we had it on one of our in-store DVDs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember the Disney verse went crazy. And it wouldn't be that summer. It was going to be a whole other year oh, yeah. and a half before that thing got released. It wasn't until July of 2019 that it got released. So we went 2018 with yet another Halloween of Descendants 2 product. Again, Uma and Mal, and they were all hugely popular. Then again, we get the official trailer right around probably winter time of 2019, and then the movie gets released in 2019. That one, that plot centers around, do you want to cover that one? So, um, basically, you know, everything's great. We've got... Uh, we get some new characters. We get some new characters. So, like, we got we got uh, people coming over. So, we got Dizzy, obviously, Celia, daughter of uh, Dr. Facilier, yep. and Squeaky and Squirmy, who are the Doctors sons of... of uh, uh, um, uh, Mr. Smee. Mr. Right? Smee, yes. 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 Um, so, in this, Haiti attempts to break through the Isles barrier. Mal yes. stops him. And now this is when Audrey comes back yes. into play. And this is what I was talking about. The fact that they rounded back to the original and they had a true story arc. She was jealous of Mal. She mm-hmm. was upset that her world and her and Queen Leah yes. basically formulate this plan. She gets she she takes Maleficent's scepter and, and And she becomes a villain. And she she is the villain. Do you remember the request for the Audrey outfit oh, that year? Oh, yes. 
everyone and wanted to be Audrey. That was that was the one. That was the one. Is it was everyone Audrey in that book? She had a book. Or she something. had a. It was. I think it was Mal, Mal's spell book. Yes, is what and she everyone does. Everyone wanted that. I mean, oh my god, the amount of people who wanted that costume. Yeah, and so um, basically, Mal suggests that you know we got to protect Ordon. We got to close the Isles barrier yeah. permanently. Her now and Ben kind of come up with that idea that we're not going to let anyone else in because every time we've opened the barrier, people have tried to come over. Exactly, and so. Um, you know, there's a whole bunch of other stuff that happens, um, but basically, um, it, you know, throughout, I don't want to like spoil everything. Don't spoil it. I mean, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's but like Audrey, years. you know, Audrey gets a whole arc, a whole redemption thing, and um, this one has a lot more. I want to say this one's a much more sophisticated movie. Yes, and I think that's one of the reasons why it stayed popular. I really do feel that Kenny Ortega and the writers understood that their audience was growing up. Yes. That if they were 11 or 12, 10, 11, or 12, when the first movie came out four years prior, so let's say they were 12 or let's say 11, they're 15 now. They're sophomores. So while they're still kids, they're in high school, they need something a little bit more sophisticated. They need something a little bit more that's going to help them. It's not just as simple as throwing a song and some choreography in there. Although, although this movie did produce... The best song out of all three movies. Which song are you speaking oh, of? Oh my goodness! Okay, I, I'm gonna have to oh, insert you it know in. This one. This is the one. This is the one where we would from the north to, to the, the south, from the east to the west. Yes. The one where we had to do. This is on my phone. Oh, I'm gonna insert it in. I only say this was the best song because do you remember when we had the dance party? Yes, because we had to, well, we had to we had to learn the choreography, yes. and it wasn't like oh, learn this simple choreography. No, it was like learn the oh the full Kenny gosh. Ortega thing. And I'm I'm ha- I hope there is not a video out there of me running that <laughs> event because well, it, after the event though, we we used to put when the energy in the store was low, I would just pop that. song on that dvd on occasionally just to get the energy in the store up and we jam it up yeah we would jam it up so much so that one of the cast members decided to say that they were going to file an osha complaint because the music was too loud did i ever tell you that (laughs) no i'll tell you who it was (laughs) okay okay great but one of the cast members (laughs) said we're gonna file an osha complaint because the music's too loud i would i would like i would love to be in osha and receive a complaint that is someone was playing Descendants music too loud. Seriously, could you believe that? <laughs> anyway, so the the movie ends. From the uh, north to Audrey the south, from the east to the west, and lost now, boys, lost girls. You all know uh, you're the best. You know what? No, it's your day. Turn it up. Now's your chance. It's time to get up on your feet and dance. It's not even so much now you can't be judged by the sins of your parents. It's you shouldn't be held to mistakes that you've made in your past. You should have a chance to reinvent yourself. Every yes. Time. And where that comes from, and what I think is really good is that Haiti challenges Mal, which by the way, we didn't mention Hades is Mal's father, which, which is kind of a weird little, yeah, thing. that, that opens, I mean, ultimately the, the problem with this whole thing is it opens a lot of, a lot of questions. But, but so, but Hades challenges Mal when Mal's going to forgive Audrey because she's not quote unquote a villain, it's like, well, why can't the rest of us get that same forgiveness? Yeah. I think that, again, this goes to the point 
while the movie itself has some corny points and, and I totally get it, I think it's, there's something to be said about the writing in this. And those are some pretty mature yeah. thoughts and, and, and scripting, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and it's done in a fun way that you it, it gets you to think without, yeah. you know, you're not like depressed after watching. Probably, I'm assuming, based on the poster, The Descendants. That seems like a lot more thought-provoking <laughs> movie and one I will not enjoy as much. Now, what I will say, the movie itself was dampened by Cameron Boyce's death. Yes. Um, because that happened, I want to say, maybe three weeks before. It was close. That, to the premiere. So much so that Disney actually canceled the red carpet premiere. Yeah. Um, for the movie and just, but they went ahead with the release of the movie in his memory. Yes. Um, I, you know, I think we can speculate and, and maybe we will see something moving forward. I don't know. I think that while they tightened it up and do a nice little trilogy, I think there could have been at some point something down the road, spinoffs, spinoffs, whatever. And maybe there still could be, I don't know. I, I think the target demographic for that, ha- for that film those three films has now grown into adulthood or or in the process of growing to adulthood so for them descendants in a lot of ways descendants moana frozen that whole time period that's their renaissance era like yeah aladdin lion king so there might be a resurgence 20 years from now like we've gotten with aladdin yep. Lion king etc who knows you know yeah who knows i mean it would be like maybe the grandkids. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's, Dove Cameron comes back and plays. And yeah. I think I, I think that was a big thing in listening to interviews with the cast. Not that I like sought them out, but I just, you know, saw them. Sure, <laughs> sure Come on. Where, own it, buddy. Own where it. um Cameron Boyce, like they, they just kinda didn't want to do this without him. And yeah. so I think that also kinda killed it where like the cast was like, Listen, we're not yeah. we don't which we're not. I think is totally fair. Oh, which I, yeah, I could, absolutely fair. Looking at that kid's energy, I can I mean I can only imagine what he was like on set. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Um, I think, you know, the, and this is this is something that I think Disney, I think, does pretty well. I think in the world of a Marvel Cinematic Universe where everything ties together. Yes. This is one of those moments where it doesn't have to tie to the canon of these other movies. No. It just lives in its own little world. Yeah. And it's a feel-good franchise. Yeah. I mean, I watched all three of them. Um, during the summer of 2020, during the pandemic. Um, in fact, I want to say it was during the spring of 2020 when we were in quarantine before I got the new job. I was looking for stuff to keep me entertained. Yeah. And I put all three of them on, and they were good movies. And, yeah, was there a twinge of, is this weird that I'm a 30-something-year-old guy watching the Descendants movies? But you know what? I think, and I think this is something that Disney has really leaned into and, and is I'm proud of, is that they, they've kind of destigmatized some of the stuff. Like, if you enjoy something, you enjoy it. Enjoy it, yeah, weird? yeah. Well, and believe me, Casey, there's a lot weirder things you could be watching. Fair enough. There's a lot weirder Fair things. Enough. If the weirdest thing you're watching is Descendants, <laughs> great. <laughs> it's an enjoyable movie. And honestly, it's for all of you listening, it's a safe movie to watch yeah. with your kids. Like, I don't think it's scary at all. No. I, I, mean, I don't know if your less than five-year-old would understand what's going on. Oh, see, that's the thing. Is there I like five, my, six? Like, yeah, like my kids aren't going to get what's happening. No. And I will say, um, if they don't, like my kids haven't seen certain movies yet, that may be a little bit confusing to them as well of like, wait a minute, who is this? True, true. <laughs> um, but uh, if you're a Disney fan, you're probably also showing your kids those movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean- um, I, I will say it is kind of interesting that some of the like Maleficent and Evil Queen 
being from some of the old yeah. movies. Yeah. Um, you know, if they were to do some kind of a, a, a revitalization of it, you might see some stuff from Frozen. I would say it would be. Wait, who, you know, so who would Frozen's, it be? It'd be Frozen's daughter. It would be Mother Gothel. I'll, 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 well, you, you would have to have Elsa and. Well, Elsa's an advocate. We have to be Anna and Kristoff's kid. kid. Um, uh, Rapunzel's daughter. Yeah, Rapunzel would have a kid. You know, um, um, I don't who know who Maybe the Tiana, Tiana who, and Naveen's. We had Facilier already. Oh, that's true. We had Facilier. So I guess the prob- this is the problem. This is the problem with no villains. There's no villains. Yeah. The villains are old grandmothers yeah, who... Yeah, <laughs> who really isn't a villain at all from Moana. <laughs> this lava monster is, I mean, has I a kid. <laughs> theoretically, you can have Hans's kid or something from Frozen. He was kind of a villain. Yeah, yeah. A but, pretentious little you-know-what. But, but yeah, you're right. Like, you don't have... This is one of the things of... Of yeah. there's no villain in that there's because because they get redeemed at the end so like in terms of like Raya and the Last Dragon, Namari's kid yeah wouldn't be a villain because no. Namari's been was redeemed at the end of that this movie. This goes back to what we've been saying all along is that Disney has moved into this phase of just no true villains in so many of their recent movies. You don't the the iconic villains the the last one that's really out there is Facilier or Mother Gothel. Yeah, I, th- I mean that's kind of the last like traditional Disney villains that we've yeah. seen. And even like I'm looking at like I watched watch the new trailer for Pixar's Elemental. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about that? Are you excited? It's it's Pixar, and so I'm I'm excited about it. For, for me, I'm like eh. I, I I think I, I hope they tie it to to Inside Out a little. It bit. It feels very Inside Outish. Yeah. I think I think my um uh, soul. Yeah, it has that feel to it. Yeah, I'm wondering um, if they're going to create kind of a shared universe or something. I think my my issue with the initial trailer is that it's a movie where I can pretty much predict what's going to happen. Yeah, that it's okay. We've got the, per, the fire lady who only has ever been in the fire kingdom, and now <gasps> scandal. She dates a water person, and her dad doesn't approve. And but yeah, like it, like it just. I'm sure I'll enjoy it, but it just seems like a story that I've seen before, and it's we nice to have a, those movies sometimes. But you know, we need another. We haven't had one in a while. We need like a true like kingdom-based movie again. Yeah, we haven't had one in a long time. Yeah, and I think it's because I, I, I get it. It's hard. Yeah. Like it's hard to put a princess out there or put something out there that is. Um, and I, I also understand that we we are being more careful with the. Um, images that we are putting out to our young girls. Yes. That, you know, you aren't just like a pretty face that yeah. is waiting for a man to come along and save you. Like, you can you can do stuff. But I also feel like Tiana, Rapunzel, Elsa, Anna, they they have those elements of there's a kingdom involved. Even Belle. Yeah. I mean, Belle well, and I'm talking like I'm, I'm talking recent But ones. I'm saying, but even them, I mean, like... The, like I thought you were going to go ahead and go down the road of like a, a woman kind of doing her own thing. Yeah, and, no, but but I agree. You're right. Those newer ones have a kingdom of, but I don't know. I think I think there could be something where we could bring another. You know, that's what they built their bread and butter on. Yeah, you know, telling fairy tales. Yeah, I feel like we haven't had a true fairy tale. I wonder. I want. I I don't know all the fairy tales off the top of my head, but I'm sure there's got to be there's something, out, be something there out there that I'd like to see, like a Hansel and Gretel. Oh, that'd be fun. I don't think Disney's ever done a Hansel and Gretel. No, or even version of that. that no, would be a lot of. Fun. We've had a thousand other versions of yeah, them. Yeah, but, but I think a Hansel and Gretel could be a lot of fun from a Disney perspective. Yeah, because um, I mean that's what they did with know. Tangled, where they took what was 
a like pretty basic fairy tale and and evolved it into or, or this ruffled ruffled skills that could yeah, be a fun that'd one be fun. i mean they played really heavily once once upon a time on that one yeah that could be a lot of fun mm-hmm. too um i just i feel like there's some there's some other good content out there that they could definitely lean into so um, I've got to imagine that we are way past closing time. Oh, I mean, we're we're just past the hour mark. Really? Yeah, it yeah. Lot, like we were here a lot well, longer. Than I mean, that, definitely so. when we're when we're in person. Yeah. It, it uh, well, and, and this also sounds bad. We're in person, and it's not like nine o'clock at night, and we're tired. Fair enough. We kind of <laughs> stopped doing that, which yeah, was we, nice. We so to give you a little bit, we'll lift the curtain a little bit. Back when we used to record, it used to be um, Thursday nights. Yeah, yeah. And and would, that was before we had like that, you know jobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thursday nights, and we would record two episodes, yeah. sometimes three, and we would start at like seven o'clock. Seven, yeah, and we wouldn't wrap until like. Nine, ten, yeah. whatever. Then, as soon as we got our jobs back, we said, "Okay, enough of that." <laughs> we would do. We went to one episode. I think we kept Thursdays for a while. Yeah, but we then kept Thursdays. At some yeah. point, we switched to Saturdays, and then we went to Sundays. And we've kind of stayed on Sundays for a while. Well, although today is Saturday. Yes, because the nice thing, the nice thing with um, Sunday afternoons is it's one the afternoon. Yeah. Um, so it's not because that would be the part of the problem is sometimes we just get to the end of the day. You know, yes. you got a bad day at work. I had this with Chris the other day where yeah. I had a bad day at work on Tuesday. Yeah. And it was just like Chris, I'm. I'm, I'm not I'm doing. Not it. doing it. I'm not doing. I this. remember I had one of those with yeah. you a couple of years ago. Like, I was like, I just can't. I just, this. I just can't do it. I'm yeah, sorry. You can't give your all. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I'm, I'm more likely on Sundays to have a good day. Um, yeah. and it's right in, but for me, it's right in between. I go to church in the morning, then a youth yep. group at night, so it's right in the yeah. middle there. And, and you know, we've also gotten to the point where we're recording like a couple days before we release, which you know, at first I thought would be problematic because there's like this rush, but in the same regard, Sundays are Sundays. Yeah. And I also like it because we can kind of be in the moment when something immediately happens. Exactly. Too. Exactly. Versus for a while there, we were two weeks ahead, mm-hmm. and so sometimes you know that would that would be it. Now here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. Um, after this episode, we ain't got nothing planned. Uh, <laughs> maybe we should talk about this I since we're maybe here. We yeah. should talk about it in person just temporarily. But if you have any suggestions on episodes you would like to hear, um, put them in the Facebook group or shoot us an email. Um, we're always trying to keep it relatively diverse yeah um, yeah we try to diversify but, what's going um, on you know we can't do star wars anymore that's done uh so we got well, you know of, we, we, got, gotta, we got we got uh oh oh i haven't watched any of it yet I, you I haven't know. watched any I mandalorian know, I, I have got to sit down I'll, over five episodes i'll have in. to tell you about one character because you're I not know, gonna you're i not know gonna... that the actor who played jar jar binks came back and was he a did. Jedi. oh yes i saw a scene of him doing something against bullets or against phasers, but it was lined up to, we need a hero. It was awesome. So I'm looking uh, forward that they kind of. That was um, a great reveal. They, yeah. So and anyway. There's a cartoon reveal as well. First live action version of a person from Star Wars Who? Rebels. Who is it? Um, okay. Spo- spoiler That's alert. Okay. Just I, I'm more for them because no, you won't know. I won't know who it is. Um, there is a, um, a, a he's uh, from Star Wars Rebels. It is Zeb. Okay. Um, he is a Lasat. I will show. I have a figure of him All over right. there. I will show it to you. And he makes a brief cameo appearance. And have I think... we met the? Um, not obviously we met Ahsoka. Yes. But have we met the other one? Um, the main protagonist from either Rebels or we have not met Ezra yet. Ezra. It Thank sounds you. like Ezra. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Ezra and Sabine is the other one. Yeah. Um, wouldn't be surprised if Sabine makes an appearance in this season based okay. on where it's going. Um, but I know Ezra. I think will appear in the Ahsoka and series. Book of Boba Fett's supposed to come back, right? I'm not sure on that. I assume so. I thought so. But I mean, I assume that story's not done. So. Yeah, I would imagine maybe they'll kind of go back and forth between yeah. Book of Boba and Mandalorian. So we've got some we've got some Star Wars stuff to, yeah. to okay, do. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. But anyway, if you have a suggestion on something you would like to hear, we, we're all ears. Yes. Literally all ears. Um, 
yeah. So anyway, I think it's closing time. Yeah, yes, absolutely. It's um, closing time. So how do they get a hold of us, man? Yes, you can email us, Beers and Eared Podcast at uh, 1928. Beers and Ears Podcast. Oh, my gosh. Hang uh, on. Da, 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 da. Beers and Ears 1928 at gmail.com. Facebook, Beers and Ears Podcast. Twitter, Instagram at Beers Ears 1928. As always, rate and review us. Five stars, five stars. And make sure to check out Discontinued on Display. We are halfway through our Broadway uh, season. And Casey's going to be, I didn't haven't told you this, you're coming on at some point. Oh, to I do, am. You two, we are going to yes, do it. We're going to do a, a, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one. Ninja Turtles one. Yes. <laughs> I love um, it. So it's, we haven't decided when. but we, So Chris is on board. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I love absolutely. it. I read the plot for it and I love it. Isn't it awesome? Oh, it's great. Um, uh, don't forget to check out sorcererenetwork.com. I don't know if you said that or not. And of course, caseywoolly.com yes. for all your travel needs. Uh, let's go ahead. We don't have glasses. How did we not drink <laughs> anything? We didn't drink anything. While we were in person, Matt. What is up with us? All right. Anyway, we will raise our invisible glasses here. For those of you who have been drinking along with us, this episode has been on us. We will see you again real soon. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer Network podcast.